Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurer. I've been through the city of Tarn. I think this is a few times. I think this is the sixth one or so. And now something has turned up. You suddenly become aware of the fact that you're being followed. Overcome with the sudden and inexplicable notion that someone or something is watching you. You glance back over your shoulder and alarm to discover you are being followed. Far off, darting between piles of rubble and debris that choke the street, is a tall figure, clad almost entirely in grey. The colour of your apparent pursuer's attire makes him rather difficult to spot, as he furtively leaves his way around the heaps of stone and timber strewn from one edge of the lane to the other. Suddenly, he ducks into the shattered remains of a toppled building and disappears from view. You cautiously retreat along the lane, your every sense alert for the first sign of your unknown follower, till you reach the spot where you last saw him. A quick search of the area, including the ruined structure into which he disappears, turns up no sign of the elusive figure. Not wishing to waste any more time, you once again set off on your exploration of Tarn, determined to aim on your guard lest he should return. You suddenly spot the mysterious grey-clad figure lurking along the ruined streets behind you. Only moments catching sight of him, he disappears from view. Okay. Alright, uh, there's just a regular Hargrim. Take that down. I think something's going to turn up very soon. Yes, what could it be? The sound of soft footfalls from behind causes you to instinctively spin around, prepared to confront whoever or whatever, stalking in the streets of Star. 
Much to your surprise, nothing moves in the rubble-strewn lane behind you. Ooh, what could it be? What could it be? This mysterious figure again. Okay. West at the fountain. Let's see. Well, I'm going to pause until something solid turns up. So, something has turned up. Your exploration of the ruined city comes to an abrupt halt. Thirty yards ahead, the edge of the lane, seated atop a broad-length timber that west between the summits of two tall piles of rubble, is the same grey-haired man you previously spotted following you. He crunches noisily on an apple as he turns and regards you with a quick nod as you start towards him, eager to find out why he's been trailing you through the ruins. He tosses down the decimated remains of his apple. What? Only decimated? He only ate one-tenth of it? <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. And leaps off the wooden beam upon which he was perched. Without a word, he, tur he turns and darts off along the lane and quickly passes out of sight. On the ground beneath the beam upon which the grey-clad stranger is sitting, discover not only his discarded apple core, but a filled scrap of yellow pa yellowed paper. You quickly retrieve the paper and open it, revealing a note that seems obviously be seems to obviously be directed at you. You are being followed. Watch yourself. Puzzle as to why the man who's been doggedly pursuing you through the wounds would leave such a note for you to find. You vow to remain on your guard as you continue with your exploration of Tarn. Okay, gonna pause again until I find until whoever it is that's pursuing me, other than that guy, catches up with me. Looks like I've finally been caught. The sudden and chilling sound of footfalls behind reaches your ear, leaving you only a split second to react. Pick a random number. Bonus of 30. 20 from agility. 10 from body. I need 50 or more to dodge what is surely some sort of devastating sneak attack. Success with 83. You cry out in pain as a short blade tears into your side from behind. The force of the strike sends you staggering forward several yards, where you ultimately collapse onto the rubble-strewn street. Just nine Sandema points damage, despite having been wounded in, in the unseen attack. Your quick reflexes have spared you what might have been a much worse... A much more serious wounding. Yes, I mean, sometimes you can do all the right moves and still get stabbed. Struggling off the pain from the gash that's been torn into your side, you swiftly regain your feet and spin to face your unknown assailant. There, standing less than ten yards from you, his black-gloved hands gripping the hilt of a long-bladed dagger that still grips you 
It still drips with your blood. It's a snarling, leather-clad mountain goblin. The goblin, its sneering face, riddled with a maze of scars, suddenly lunges at you, springing into the air in a nerving display of speed and agility. You fall back several feet and hurriedly assume a defensive stance. So, goblin, time to equip the goblin doom. Begin combat with the goblin doom. Just gotta kill this enemy. The Goblin Doom has hoped to lower the difficulty of this enemy, turning it from uh, hard to slightly less hard. It's still hard though. The go Goblin Assassin strikes at you with his blood-soaked blade. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 32 damage. And then again! Oh, another 32 damage. Ooh, this is a hard one. I use both quick stone temp... Quick stone 20s. Oh, there's another one. Oh, and another one. Okay, now I'm going to use Neverwall Energy Blast for 43 damage. And then 47... Then another 47 and 49. And it is slain. 266 XP. The bloodied corpse of the goblin assassin lay sprawled out on the ground at your feet. You pause for a moment to catch your breath as you stare down at the lifeless remains of the hideous creature. A quick search of the slain goblin reveals the following items you may take. This is a superior dagger, exceptional sword sword, exceptional leather gauntlets and an exceptional leather belt. Those will sell for a pretty penny and they're absolutely generic items so there's no way I could tell they were from that assassin now. No way at all. Also for 37 gold. As you turn to move off along the street, confident there is nothing here you have overlooked, your heart sinks. Standing in the middle of the street, with a crossbow levelled at you, is a, lev a grey-clad stranger who's been following you through the ruins. Before you're even able to contemplate your next action, the dark-haired, middle-aged man lowers, lowers your weapon, lowers the weapon and turns his gaze to the goblin corpse. Then he turns back to you as he seats, seats himself on the edge of a nearby pile of rubble. He's been following you for quite some time, he says, running his hand over the short, cropped, dark hair as his gaze returns to the remains of the slain goblin. And a good bit of work you did on him for it. I can see that this sort of thing must not be entirely foreign to you. Then again, then. I never did think it was. You ask the stranger who he is and what he, what he wants. Loragar is what others have seen fit to call me, he says. He's to say it's what they call me when they know me apart from my rather infamous moniker. You might have heard of me, though. 
I dare not presume my ill frame has spread to every corner of this kingdom. I'm a bit more commonly known as the Snake of Charna, who has his own link. Loragar, the Snake of Charna. The exploits of Loragar, a master thief better known to most as the Snake of Lorag of Charna, are legendary. Despite the grand wealth he acquired during a life of thievery, Loragar seems to have had a second thought about his chosen career, and has, for the past decade, abandoned his dark trade for the life of a farmer in northwest Tysa. Many of the possessions he stole, he retains that he only ever stole from those who had more than they needed, he has since returned, but secretly, to their rightful owners. Loragar speaks in a distinctive, refined voice and is said to possess the uncanny ability to charm and win over even those most sceptical of his motives. At least, if given a chance. Alright, charm me, old snake. The man's startling revelation causes you to look upon him in an entirely different light, standing before you. In the midst of the decaying wounds of Tarn, is the master thief of those daring exploits brazen thefts and sorry career no few peers. Can long believe that the snake of Charno had died or gone into hiding. As for nearly a decade, there is nothing to indicate he still plied his outlaw trade. We turn the introduction. But Loragar is quick to tell you it is not necessary. I know more about you than you might care to guess, he says. What you've come to observe is his usual tone of voice. One that displays confident refinement with every utter spill. Still, there is one thing I find puzzling. What brings you to such a forgotten, forsaken place? Cautious not to reveal too much to Lorigar, relate to the master few details of some of the details of your more recent adventures in the ruined city and elsewhere. At length, you ask him about the robin, mountain goblin, which he said had been following you for quite some time. I watched him pick up your trail just outside the city, he says. It's a refined, relaxing tone, putting you strange at ease. I had no intention of interfering, unless of course it became necessary. Well, there's really, little, really little enough to be said about it, other than that the unfortunate incident with the creature serves to reveal you have enemies. Far and wide, Zuma. That slayer of men didn't happen upon you by mere coincidence. He was set after you, though at whose direction it is difficult to say, just yet. You ask Loragar what he is doing in Tarn, and he smirks. I suppose I deserve that question, he says. I've come here in search of something, for from what I can see, it will not it would be a bit more difficult to find than I had first imagined. Well, not in the trade any longer, mind you. And what I seek here isn't for me. Loragar tells you that he came to Tarn following clues he deciphered from the pages of an old text. Clues that he hoped would lead him to the westing place of a fabled wing. A wing that is said 
to have the power to slow ageing. You listen as the master thief tells you he has since given up on his former trade. He has settled down to a life of anonymity in the northwestern corner of Tosa, only a few leagues from the ruins in which the two of you now stand. You learn that, instead of scaling walls and pilfering jewels, the legendary snake of Charna is now content to occupy his time with honest toil of a farmer, faithfully tending a small parcel of land with his wife and young daughter. As Loagar mentions his daughter, his eyes suddenly begin to glisten, and while his voice does not waver, you sense he is struggling to hold back a powerful flood of emotion. Loyal is dying, he says abruptly, surprising you with the sudden and candid revelation of her daughter. She's only seen seven summers, yet it seems her time is swiftly running out. She withers before her eyes, Zoop. Each day is worse than the one that came before, yet nothing has had any effect on whatever plagues her. The healers and their magic and all the elixirs have come to naught. Time itself is ravaging her with all the cruelty it can summon to hand. My buried horde, enough wealth to shame some kings, is meaningless. There is nothing I can buy with it to protect that which I love the most. You step forward and initiate a shoulder cross with Luagar, telling him to remain strong and never give up hope. He tells you he will continue to search for the wing, and should he come upon it, and should he, oh yeah, okay, yeah, the wing that can slow aging. He tells you, continue his search for the wing. Should he come upon it, he would be forever in your debt for the chance to put its use against what afflicts his young daughter. You listen carefully as the retired master thief carefully explains to you what he has learned of the wing. He tells you the wing is carved out of red stone. It is said to be found somewhere in these ruins. The maw of a great serpent. I don't think I've seen any great serpents. Must be deeper down. Strange enough, he says, upon concluding his description of the wing, that for as long as I can remember, people have been pursuing me, the snake of Charna. Yet here I am, the snake, now in pursuit of a serpent. At length, you bid farewell to Loagar, promising you will do what you can to find the wing as you continue your exploration of the ruined city. He thanks you and tells you he will now return to his farm, eager to be at the side of his ailing daughter. I will perhaps... I will come back to these ruins in a few days, he says. Perhaps with some rest and a fresh look at things can mount a more effective search. If you do find it, I certainly place no small amount of hope on even just a sliver of your well-earned reputation. You'll find my farm just a few miles to the north. Suddenly, 
Loagar removes a black cloth pouch from his belt and tosses it to you. You're surprised to discover it contains a small quantity of adventure tokens. That's four adventure tokens. I'm afraid it's all I have with me at the moment, he says. I'm sure you could do with those and a few more. I spent the better part of my life in pursuit of such things. And I don't deny that I often miss the chase. With that, Loagar bids you farewell and sets off on his way, quickly disappearing from sight along the debris-strewn street. Your mind is still churning through the details surrounding this recent string of strange and unexpected encounters. First, the goblin assassin, and then the legendary master thief, when you're once again set off on your exploration of Tarn. And that brings me back to the regular the regular Tarn adventure. I'll pause it for now and maybe something else will turn up in this one, maybe not. But some things should turn up in later ones. Okay, I've spun the wheel and I'm about to leave and I've just seen the Tarn Hearn. Suddenly, the road man dons his calm and turns away from the grate. So at the very moment, your eyes dart to the withered man's white hand. Your heart nearly skips a beat as you behold a bright red band perched upon one of his garled fingers. Silently, as his feet hardly, t- as if his feet hardly touch the ground upon which this, which they tread. He recedes along the gloomy passage that slopes down into darkness. For only a few moments, he has disappeared from sight. Suddenly, a loud crackling fills the air as a firewind portal suddenly appears in front of the Iron Gate. Alright, I'm going to step into this portal. You step into the portal, taking care to avoid the flames dancing wildly around its whim. Everything goes black. Oh, it looks like a split second later, you emerge from the portal and find yourself standing at the end of a dark and wide stone corridor. You quickly employ your faithful light, allowing its radiance to invade your shadowy familiar surroundings. You're standing in the very spot in which you first appeared on the lower level of Tarn. Ooh, so that's where I am. I'm in the lo- first, first lower level of Tarn, which is now unlocked. To the east, the broad corridor extends into impenetrable gloom. Against the wall to the west hovers the firewind portal by which you entered your lair. The flickering light from the, from the leaping flames that wing the magical gate splash off their luminescence, luminescence of the dark wall of the passage. Something has been carved into the wall to your left. Examine the carving. A short phrase has been etched into the passage wall. Tally's was here. Of course he was. Of course he was. 
Okay, so I started off in the northwest corner, and there's an and there's a little alcove. To, I went east one, and there's an alcove to the north. You step into a wide alcove off the main corridor, and immediately confronted by one of Tarn's fearsome, towering guardians. The halogram turns and stomps in your direction. Its thundering footfall shaking the walls as it approaches. Suddenly, a bright red glow envelops the massive guardian. Attack it! Attack the glowing Hargrim! You nimbly dodge the towering Hargrim's first strike and quickly counter the attack. It's a halogram, and this one is growing, glowing red. I quick combat it, and it is slain. 70. 3XB. You step back from the remains of the halogram and watch as the red glow that surrounds the slain guardian slowly fades. After a quick search, the alcove turns up nothing of any further interest. You once again prepare to set off on your way. Okay, it's another halogram. The passage shakes, sending dust and small particles of stone and debris raining down from above as a towering harlequin stomps out of the shadows ahead. The fearsome guardian of the ruined city starts immediately towards you, each of its heavy footfalls sending tremors the length of the corridor. Hold your ground and engage, of course. The harlequin stomps into melee range and attacks. Swiping out at you with its massive iron-clad fists. Quick combat this one. It's another 73 XP. You step back from your moving remains of the slain horrible and struggle to catch your breath. This mighty guardian of the ruined city will never rise again. Thing is, I've only got one third of my Neville Reserve left. So from now on, before I spin the wheel, I'll go to the fountain. That way I can cut cut loose with these adventures and not worry about using up my magic. To check you over your equipment and making certain there are no other enemies lurking nearby, you once again set off on the gloomy corridor. Okay, um, there's a northern, there's a passage to the north going east-west, and there's a passage to the south going east-west. I'm going along the north passage to the east. A sudden, shrill hiss, followed by a deafening war, causes your heart to skip a beat. Broad jets of crimson flame. Erupt from the walls on both sides of the passage. I have a few options here. I can use shadow magic, fortification, or elementalism, or I can attempt to escape the flames. I haven't got much envy, so I'll attempt to escape the flames. You make a desperate attempt to escape from the flames, shooting towards you from both sides of the passage. Pick a number. Bonus of 69. 20 from agility. 20 from body. 10 from luck. And 19 from fee 3. I need 100 or more. 
or I'm gonna get burned. Pick now. 164. Success. You twist and dive out of the path of the deadly jets of flame, nimbly and narrowly avoiding what would have likely proven to be a gruesome fate. The flames slowly retreat, leaving only a thin, rapidly dissipating cloud of smoke in their wake. When at last you feel it's safe to continue, you once again resume your movement along the passage. Okay, I got past that one. It's another hologram approaching. Just one heal. Quick combat. Another 73 experience. Okay, I'm on the eastern end of the corridor. And there's alcoves to the north and to the east. Uh, north and south. I shall go to the north. We step off into a wide alcove off the main corridor and immediately confronted by one of Tarn's fearsome towering guardian. The, the guardian turns and stomps in your direction, its thundering footfall shaking the walls as it approaches. Suddenly, a bright green glow envelops the massive guardian. Attack it! You nimbly dodge the towering Harlegum's first strike and quickly counter the attack. Going to quick combat that one too. Oh no. It's nearly got me, and, but I have slain it. 73 XP. You step back, back from the remains of the Harlegum and watch the green glow that surrounds the slain Harlegum slowly fades. The quick search of the alcove turns up nothing of any further interest. You once again prepare to set off on your way. Oh, it's, it's another halogram. Engage it. Quick combat. It is slain. Okay, there's a lot of halograms here. One more heal. Here comes another one. Engage. Quick combat. Finish that offer with a Neville Energy Blast. 73 experience as it is slain. Now there should be a healing spot. To the west you can see something silver flickering in the gloom. Step in. You're standing in a small chamber to the west of the broad corridor you've been following. The end of the chamber floats a tall, cylindrical cloud of silver mist. Now and again, the column of mist shimmers brightly. Step into it. You step into the column of sparkling silver mist, and at once you're overcome by a euphoric rush as all your wounds are healed. Refreshed and rejuvenated, you step out of the mist, prepared to continue on your way through the lower level of the ruined city. So, every time I get hurt, you can just step into that column of mist in the southwest corner. So you're not. So even if you don't restore your Neville Reserve, you still have a chance with this one. But I admit, I admit if you had no Neville Reserve, you might be in a sticky situation. 
you step into a wide. Now back to the back to the northeast corner to step into the southern alcove. You step into a wide alcove off the main corridor and immediately confronted by one of Tarn's fearsome, towering guardians. The Halgrom turns and stomps in your direction, its thundering footfall shaking the walls as it approaches. Suddenly, a bright silver glow envelops the massive guardian. Attack it! You nimbly dodge the Halgrom's first strike and quickly counter the attack. Quick combat, you have slain your foe. 73 XP. You step back from the remains of the Halagrom and watch as the silver glow that surrounds the slain guardian slowly fades. To quick search of the alcove turns up nothing of any further interest. You once again prepare to set off on your way. So, nothing. No. Nothing more on the north side. Down to the south corridor that goes east-west. Step into Column of Mist. I am fully healed once more. Looks like you can use it multiple times. A sudden, sharp hiss followed by a deafening war causes your heart to skip a beat. Broad jets of crimson flame erupt from the walls on both sides of the passage. Same things as with the last set of flames, I'll use Elementalism to stop them. It succeeded. 16 XP to Elementalism. You channel your power of Elementalism and focus it on the flames now rapidly converging on you from both sides. Almost immediately, the fire retreats, leaving only a thin, rapidly dissipating cloud of smoke in its wake. When at last you feel it's safe to continue, you once again resume your movement along the passage. I guess so. I guess the the fuel or or whatever has to be charged up again before it can burn me once more. But next time I go to Tarn, it will somehow be charged up again, and I will once more. It will once more try to burn me, because that's just how replayables work. To the north, you see a small, circular chamber. You're standing in a small, circular chamber, just to the north of the corridor you've been following. Lying on the floor, against the western wall of this room, is a broad, flat slab of stone. Examine the stone slab. Your eyes are immediately drawn to a small object lying in almost the exact centre of the stone slab. You lean down and examine the item and discover it is a fragment of an engraved bone amulet. You reach down and pick up the amulet shard. It's a bone amulet fragment. This small jagged piece of bone is one part of a circular amulet. You estimate you need at least three more pieces to complete the amulet. So, apparently to get the rest of these pieces, I'm going to have to go to go to Tarn at least three more times. 
maybe more because it's apparently it's not they're not always there head back south okay to the east is presumably the last place in this level because I've been everywhere else go east the passage you've been following ends abruptly at an ornately engraved stone door. A large iron hatch protrudes from the door's, door's carved surface. Open the door. You grasp the, the iron hatch and pull the weighty stone door open. Despite its bulk, the door swims open with only a small amount of effort, revealing a narrow, gloom-filled passage. 384 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. And that happens every time you do this mini dungeon. Suddenly, a figure emerges from the shadows of the newly opened corridor. It's the same fair world figure you encountered in the chamber above. The Tarn Hearn. The Tarnhern raises his cowled head, revealing the sunken, drawn face of a middle-aged man, who is also a thousand years old, apparently. Because, you know, magic. A broad, leering grin exposes a line of rotting yellow teeth that serves to send a chill wasting down the length of your spine. I await you. Below, he says, his thin voice barely above a whisper. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. I said it too loud. <laughs> I await you. Below, he says, his thin voice barely above a whisper. Yeah, that was how I was supposed to say it. A strange sensation begins to come over you. Your vision blurs and, and the sounds around you become muffled and then disappear altogether as the sensation intensified. In an effort to combat your growing disorientation, you close your eyes tightly. Your eyes suddenly spring open, and almost at the exact moment the sounds of the worlds once again rush to fill your ears. You're both startled and relieved to find yourself standing just outside, the tall, crumbling arch through which you entered the ruined city. Well done, Zoop. Your successful and complete exploration of the upper sections of Tarn, and the first of its lower levels, is a deed worthy of a master adventure. You'll soon be able to delve further into the lower reaches of the ruined city, where you will do battle with the Tarn Hearn and his deadly minions. 384 experience to general, 64 to all skills and powers, 1,088 to general, the standard reward. Thankful to have explored the upper ends and the first of the lower levels of Tarn and live to tell about it. You take a few moments to check over your equipment and get your bearings before turning and setting off on your way. Take one last look at the ruins of time before turning away and preparing to once again set off on your way. Okay, I'm going to go to the sheltered hollow. Auto west there and save. 
So that, that is all that we can get out of Tarn for now. More will be revealed as we go through it again and again and again and again. Because it is a replayable scenario. So you're supposed to replay them. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.